welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR. And we've got about an hour left as I record this in April 1st, tomfoolery. But I'm not going to give you tomfoolery. I'm going to, at least not my own. I thought about it. I really did. And I was like, mm, no, no. Let's give some, some honest to God, uh, real tomfoolery. And it comes from none other than Gil Gygax. And it had nothing to do, <clears throat> excuse me, with the fund. I told you I wasn't going to look at the fund anymore. The Gygax Memorial Fund. Fuck it. Uh, money is, uh, it's needed elsewhere. If she's going to dip into that little uh, cash cow and it's for her medical or mental assistance, that's great. Now, why do I say that? Because the article on Kokaku, Kotaku, Wadafaku, um, Gail looks like she has some serious issues. But Gail also is promising now to do a tell-all via Facebook. Now, if you are in the OSR and you have not yet received an invite from Gail, I didn't because I'm not on that you know, list of, of, of what Gail would want. But she is putting out friend requests and has since prior to, um, whatchamacallit, since prior to GaryCon. In the weeks prior, there was a big push, and I've gotten people messaging me again that the push is going out over the past weekend. So what are we looking at? Well, I'll tell you. This is from last week. Uh, Gil, Gil Carpenter Gygax. I have decided to write my experience with my late husband and what my life has been like carrying his legacy. So remember, the article is all about the legacy. My first post will be about Luke Gygax and Tom DeSanto, producer, etc., on Transformers. Oh, yes. And the much acclaimed Rob Cunts, who threatened me this week. All very interesting. Oh, yes. And Mr. DeSanto is also moving forward according to his threatening email. Meantime, I move forward to bring out Gary's original works, despite those opposing me. I want Gary's original works to be published. I hope his fans will join me in this battle against those opposing me. You really can't make my experiences up. All right. Well, I, from what I understand from the deal that was signed... Was it two, two years now? Three years now? Whatever. That's probably... Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I'd have to see exactly when DeSanto signed it, but it was in, it was in, a, it was in a summary of the two or three years ago. Gail gave him the rights to put together projects using Gary's IP. Or her the IP that she owns of Gary's work. And uh, she has not approved any projects. Now, the rumors that I heard is that Tom DeSanto wanted Luke along as, I guess, as a producer or executive producer on some of these projects that he was trying to bring to uh, like one of the streaming services like Amazon Prime or Netflix because Luke Gygax would be a name associated with a project that fans would understand. They would respect, it would bring legitimacy even to the negotiation table. But Gail refuses to allow any of her stepchildren to profit from 
where she tends to be their father's legacy. And that's why that didn't go forward. Again, it's a rumor I heard. I didn't get it from Luke. I didn't get it from Tom DeSanto. I've got to put my, put my ear to the ground and, and, and listening. It, it could be nothing, but it, it sounds quite plausible. So let's go on from there. Yesterday, Gail had a new message out. I had, let's see how this goes. Uh, and by the way, she's no longer talking. Well, maybe she is. I guess DeSanto. I don't know if DeSanto was at Gary Con 9. I know Luke was. Tomorrow, I'm going to post what happened to me at Gary Con 9. Now, it's going to be interesting because Gary Con 9 is the one from two years ago, and that would be my first Gary Con, where I was not a special guest. I did not go to the special guest uh, party. I saw Gail once walking as she was walking through the vending area of the con. Uh, and a very long uh, dress to kind of drag along the round. I did not approach her. I did not say hello. I don't even think she knew who I was. Uh, I certainly wasn't going to advertise it. I wasn't trying to cause any troubles at the con. So it's going to be interesting to see. Well, and I was, by the way, when it says tomorrow, today would have been tomorrow. I haven't had anybody send me screenshots of this yet, but... Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to post what happened to me at GaryCon 9. I will also post this to Women in Gaming. While I have been most disturbed by the treatment of me within the aging community under the guise of not releasing Gary's original works. Here's the truth. It has taken years to put his entire library of works in order. Vast amounts of intellectual property. All right. Again, we're 10 years past she didn't have to pull the licenses for uh things like uh castle zagig uh and legendary adventures but she did so that wouldn't have had to uh you know that was just an action that she did all right meantime gary's sons luke and ernie sued me through a company they had shares in now the only legal action that I know of directly linking Luke and Ernie to Gail was Gygax magazine, which they had shares in. They were part owners. And my understanding of the events on that is that when they used the name Gygax for the magazine, Gail filed a legal action, technically not a lawsuit, but she filed a legal action to defend the trademark that she had control over. And again, my understanding from what I've heard is that a significant amount of money was paid at least on the side of the brothers and the others involved in a new TSR to defend themselves against this legal action. So, and when I talked to Gail about this in 2015 via Facebook, she insisted she never sued anybody. It was a legal action to defend her trademark. So I don't know if we're talking the same thing here or if it's being, the past is being rewritten or if there's a whole other incident. Maybe I don't know about. Could be. I don't know everything. I fought much of that battle from a hospital bed. Uh, now, timing of that, 
It's likely it's the Guy Gax magazine issue. I never received a single card or phone call from any of Gary's children from his first marriage. Uh, my understanding is the relationship between both sides is very uh, strained. Uh, I don't know why they would reach out to her necessarily, but again, I'm not part of the family. For that, I am sad, and I pray for them. Most astonishing, given our history. I think the only history they have in common is Gary. Again, these are the children of his Gary's first wife. Gil is the second wife. The family dynamics of such situations in general are not good. Now, Tom DeSantel has filed a claim against me. Yes, he has. I have no money for a fancy attorney. Mm, yeah, I, I believe that she is right on that one. He has Jeff Bezo of Amazon's attorney. Okay. How can I fight that? My late husband would be devastated and very disturbed by Tom and Luke's behavior to me. I am very sad. I know Gary would have been as well. We just did not treat people this way. Here's the issue at hand. Okay. Gail signed a contract, a legally binding contract with Tom DeSanto. We don't know the details of it. Um, but apparently Tom feels that she is in violation of the terms that she signed for. And Tom wants to make money off of the deal he signed. I do not know if money was uh, given up front. It's unlikely that Gail would have signed a contract with some kind of guarantees of uh, monies coming in for use of the properties. Maybe in advance. I don't know. But this is what's going on. Uh, but we were supposed to get an update today. Nobody sent me an update. Obviously, I'm blocked by Gail, and that's not a surprise, and that's, I'm fine with that. But it will be interesting to see the next in this series of updates, postings by Gail Gygax to see if they file uh, any kind of promised pattern that she says she's going to talk about or whether it's a stream of consciousness, much like this, this podcast is, you know. But uh, yeah, this isn't April. This isn't like you know April foolery. This is legitimately what's going on. Um, I'm interested in in seeing what she's going to write. If there are any further uh, updates to this, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how accurate it's going to be, and I probably won't be able to talk about a lot of the accuracy because. We won't know it. If I know something's accurate, I will say so. If I know for sure something is inaccurate, I will say that too. All right, folks. Well, I see I told you I wouldn't give you uh, uh, an actual April Fool's episode, but you kind of got some foolishness. foolishness. You got some foolish shit in there, okay? How about that? All right. I hope your April 1st went by without any huge pranks. Uh, I know when I was a child, I got my father by uh, setting his alarm ahead four hours, and he was and he's yeah, godly early anyway. So he probably got like two hours of sleep after uh, the alarm woke him up, and he showered and brushed his teeth, and then sat in front of the TV 
And this is before uh, 24-hour basic TV. So it was like every channel but one was off the air at the time. You know, because overnight. And he gave me that one. Uh, salt in the sugar jar. Yeah, I fucked up their coffee. I no longer do those jokes, man. That's not worth it. Because they're going to get you in. And that's not worth it either, right? All right, folks. Stay safe. Be well. As always, God bless. Roll those dice. And I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks. Thank you.